It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. It is Friday, November 3rd, day two of the baseball offseason, and we're talking Tigers baseball today with our good friend Jason Beck, our Tigers reporter for MLB.com. Jason, we thank you as always for the time on this Friday, and uh, what we're doing today is uh, kind of a look ahead because it's never too soon to look ahead uh, to the Tigers' prospects for 2018. Obviously a team uh, in rebuilding mode, a new manager in Ron Gardenhire, and uh, we will get your take on uh, what things look like uh, for the team in the Motor City for 2018. But uh, first of all, as we're now uh, two days removed from the end of the 2017 Fall Classic between the Astros and the Dodgers, and uh, for the first time ever, the Houston Astros are atop the baseball world. And, uh, Jason, very curious to get your take and your opinion on the feelings about Justin Verlander right now with the Tiger fan base, because obviously you're talking about one of the all-time greats uh, for a storied franchise such as the Tigers and a guy that was drafted and developed and became a multiple-time All-Star, MVP, Cy Young winner, pennant winner, twice over, you name it. He's done it all, or he, he nearly did it all as a Tiger. Of course, the one thing he did not check off on his resume was winning a world championship with the Tigers. Lo and behold, uh, following that uh, literally last-second trade to the Astros uh, on August 31st, he does get that elusive ring. So, again, I want to get your your take on how Tigers fans kind of feel. I mean, I'm sure they're they're happy for Verlander because he was with the organization for so long and he represented them uh, with class and dignity and obviously performed well on the field. But, again, to, to see him raise that trophy and to spray the champagne with another team, I, I got to think that's pretty bittersweet, too, for Tigers fans. Yeah, yeah, I think there were good vibes going his way from Detroit. I, I think Detroiters would have been happy either way because I think people forget that the Dodgers, although Curtis Granderson wasn't active, uh, Curtis would have gotten a ring if the Dodgers had won that game seven. And even though it's been a while since Curtis was a Tiger, I think there were still a lot of people who remember him fondly and would have liked to see him uh, win a World Series title as well. Uh, but Verlander obviously had a lot more time in Detroit. Uh, he had an MVP award and everything. So uh, I think the way everything came together, and I think because the trade happened so recently, because Verlander was clearly hesitant to leave Detroit for a while and was kind of hoping to spend his whole career there, I, I think there was a lot of fondness for Verlander. And I think there was, you know, a little bit of, you know, if Tigers couldn't win it, well, at least Verlander could. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was, uh, you know, kind of the the main feeling that Tigers fans had uh, towards Verlander, a guy that has just represented that franchise uh, so well for so many years. And uh, kudos to you for pointing out Curtis Granderson, another uh, longtime Tiger and a guy that was just, uh, you know, 
an absolute model citizen off the field, and that hasn't changed since he left Detroit, obviously, in his multiple stops uh, since then. But uh, would have been great to see it for him, too, but uh, to see it for Verlander, uh, obviously a, a great thing. And when he makes his uh, return to Detroit at some point in 2018 wearing the other team's uniform, I'm sure the ovation is going to be deafening at uh, Comerica Park, and that'll be something to look forward to for sure. Well, uh, Jason, on that note, let's uh, kind of transition and look at the Tigers' prospects for 2018. Uh, obviously a team that uh, went into full-scale rebuilding mode, uh, selling off uh, multiple veteran pieces, including Verlander, uh, J.D. Martinez, uh, and Justin Upton, the biggest ones there. So when you look at the Tigers right now, uh, Jason, what would you say is their biggest area of need, and how do you think they go about addressing uh, that need or multiple needs? Do you see trades, uh, a free agent splash, a guy from the minors uh, acquired in one of those big trades that could step up and contribute right away? How do you see that unfolding? Well, I think at this point, if you ask the Tigers, they'd say their biggest need is you know, being able to stockpile hitters in their farm system. Um, this is clearly a team looking towards the future. and you know, they, While they feel like they have the foundation for a pretty good pitching staff in their system already, they need position guys. I, I would expect that they'll use the top pick in uh, next year's draft on a hitter as long as there's a good one available, although they you know. If there's a clear-cut number one pick as a pitcher, they wouldn't pass on him necessarily. But right now, they, they need young hitting. Uh, you saw some young talent coming up near the end. Jainer Candelario made a good impression down the stretch. Jacoby Jones had his moments in center field. He was better defensively and offensively. But they need more if they're going to get this team rebuilt. And uh, right now, you're looking at a team that's, even after all the trades, there's an aging lineup there. And there's going to be some tough decisions coming on some of these guys. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, Jason, on the flip side of things, uh, you know, it, it's tough to look at one area of this team and say, well, this is uh, by far a clear area of strength. We're talking about a Tigers team, after all, that had the fewest wins in the majors in, in 2017. But I would think that, you know, you've still got – Michael Fulmer still got Matthew Boyd, who came within one out of a, of a no-hitter uh, late in the season. So can you pinpoint at least, you know, the, the top couple of spots in that rotation as being the biggest strength right now on this team? Yeah, I, I think the young talent in rotation is there, uh, even before you get some of the prospects along the way. Uh, Fulmer, every indication right now is that he should be able to come back well from the surgery to move the nerve around in his, uh, in his elbow. Um, Daniel Norris had a very frustrating season, but the talent's still there. For all the issues he's had, he's not had arm problems. So there's still that gifted, hard-throwing left arm to count on and, and a guy who's still learning how to use it and learning how to become a pitcher. Matthew Boyd was, was quietly one of the better pitchers they had down the stretch. He clearly uh, you know, obviously had to run at a no-hitter that fell just short, but even beyond that, he had some very good starts outside of that outing. And uh, they're going to have to fill in some spots besides there. Uh, you know, Jordan Zimmerman is clearly going to be a project to try to get him back to you know, even the semblance of, of what he was during his prime years. But uh, even he had some strong outings there. And then all of our rotation spots to fill, like he was a free agent, but not necessarily. And then you'll, you'll wait to see uh, what uh, happens with Franklin Clays and Bill Burroughs, two guys who, you know, had some very strong moments in the second half of double A, Perez in the Astros system, Burroughs in the Tiger system. And 
could conceivably, with a strong year uh, in AA or AAA, end up knocking on the door of Detroit maybe by the end of the year. And, uh, Jason, transitioning now uh, to – I want you to give me uh, two players uh, on each side of the spectrum here. Maybe one guy – and it's 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 tough to pick out a guy – on a, on a team that won barely over 60 games to, to, you know, say that they might regress in 2018. But if there is a guy that maybe had a career year or, or maybe overperformed and could regress, you know, identify who that guy could be. On the flip side, a guy that, uh, you know, underperformed and is poised uh, to, you know, break out or bounce back in 2018, who, who would you pick out in those two categories? Well, I think Candelario, while he had a very good stretch run, I wouldn't expect him to, to be a 300 hitter for a full season quite yet. I think the hitting talent is there, obviously. He was able to bring some of that out uh, in an extended look and with regular playing time in the in a way that he couldn't do it with the Cubs, uh, in part because they really didn't have a full-time position for him. So I would expect that Candelario will regress. On the flip side, I, Ian Kinsler's a better hitter than what he showed for, for most of last year. And uh, you know, I think everyone realizes that he was so far off his career norms. Now, even though he's, he's an aging hitter now, he's uh, going on his age 35 season, I, I wouldn't think that age would take away, even just looking at the way he swung the ball, he, he didn't look like a guy who was falling off a cliff hitting wise. So I would expect Kinzer to make a bounce back and I would also expect Miguel Cabrera to be a guy who bounces back assuming he can stay healthy. Uh, He's obviously coming off of the worst offensive season of his career but it was so far off his career norms that even with some of the injury factors, I I wouldn't expect uh, for him to, to do something like that again. Yeah, I mean, with uh, with Kinsler and uh, Cabrera both, uh, the track record is there. They've got the the pedigrees for many many years of performing, and uh, you got to think that at least one of those guys is going to get back to something resembling career norms in 2018. That's the hope uh, for the Tigers, as you know. Yeah, you want to rebuild and develop the younger guys, but you still need veteran guidance, veteran leadership, and veteran production to help aid that process. And hopefully, Miggy and uh, Kinsler can provide that. Uh, to some degree in 2018. Uh, Jason, as we come down the home stretch here, you've mentioned a couple of guys uh, already that have uh, you know dealt with uh, health issues and injury concerns uh, in the 2017 season. You mentioned Fulmer and obviously Cabrera too. Are those the two biggest question marks uh, with regards to health in terms of uh, how they could project to perform in 2018? Um, I think Cabrera is the biggest question mark at this point. Uh, people are still trying to figure out if the back issue is going to be something that hobbles him the rest of his career, or if this was something that, you know, a little change in off-season workout routine, maybe a change in um, how much weight he's carrying around, if, if maybe those alleviate the back issues to the point where he can get back to where he once was. And I don't know if anybody knows quite yet. Uh, I think it's going to take him going through a, a full routine with, with more core workouts, and uh, more flexibility to kind of figure out if he can stay on the field regularly. And also, if he does, what that different body frame does for him as a hitter, can he still be that 
power guy that you could count on for 30 or more home runs back in the day, or is he a guy who's going to be more gap-to-gap, focusing on doubles, kind of a little bit what uh, Magro Ordonez was in the final years of his career. Yeah, and uh, Jason, as we wrap up here, you know, um, I've asked this to all the other uh, team reporters about, you know, kind of what category your team falls into. If you look at this team as, you know, a wild card contender, division title, world title contender, and, you know, I think it's it's pretty obvious that uh, the Tigers do not fall into those categories. This is clearly a team that is rebuilding. Is this something? Is this something of a kind of a tough balance for a guy like Al Avila with uh, with the Tigers to to come out and and say to the fan base, you know what? Uh, I mean, you never want to wave a white flag, but at the same time, you don't want to place unreal unrealistic expectations upon your players and upon your fan base. For a team that you know, without saying it, everybody knows the status that they're in. So how how do you play that? I guess in terms of you know addressing the media, addressing the fan base when you clearly have a team that is in a full blown uh, rebuild. I, I guess you know in terms of media savvy, uh, for lack of a better term, yeah. How is that something that Al Avila can address? Well, I think Al's credit; he's been a straight shooter on this, and it it fits into reputation he's had for, for his whole career is that he's not a real he's not a guy to uh, kind of paint the air of expectations that he doesn't have himself. Uh, you know, he's been talking for a couple of years that this was common and that uh, at some point they were going to have to you know, kind of clear down the, the veteran core of this team and uh, go young and that when they did, it was going to take a few years, and he's been, I, I think, up front with fans and media alike about it. You know, they sent out a letter to season ticket holders um, late last season talking about the process they were about to undertake and kind of looking at uh, what, how, what they were hoping to accomplish with it, what the end goal was going to be. And you've seen the Tigers, I think, also – turn a lot more focus onto their prospects than they have in several years. Um, they, I would expect, will put guys like Franklin Perez, Bo Burrows, Candelario, Jacoby Jones, young town like that, in a spotlight that has normally been reserved for, for their superstars because they know that if, if the end goal is winning, these are going to be the guys that are going to have to rely on the take in there. And we saw, you know, what a rebuild can do uh, in the cases of uh, the Astros and the Royals before them and the Cubs, and they've all got uh, parades and rings to celebrate, and maybe one day that's where this road leads for the Detroit Tigers. Jason Beck, great stuff as always. We appreciate the time. We'll do it again next week. In the meantime, Matt Wehmeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, Detroit Tigers.